Today, Donald Trump is arraigned 2.0. Apparently, there are audio tapes implicating Joe Biden in a criminal bribery scheme, and the White House suddenly becomes transphobic. Yes, we've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Former President Donald Trump was arraigned again today. This is like the, the remix version, this time in Miami, Florida, after being indicted on charges related to the alleged mishandling of classified documents. They include 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information, conspiracy to obstruct justice, withholding and concealing documents, concealing a document in federal investigation, scheme to conceal information, and making false statements. I myself just heard me as Charlie Brown's mom because I stopped paying attention. He has pled not guilty on all charges. Prior to the arraignment, the former president called on his supporters to peacefully protest his arrest. And reports indicated as many as several thousand people showing up at the Miami courthouse, expressing their love and dedication for President Donald Trump. Now, Trump is also expected to deliver remarks from the Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster, New Jersey at 8.15 Eastern time this evening. Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy was the only presidential candidate in attendance at the courthouse today, expressing his commitment to pardon Donald Trump if elected and calling on all other presidential candidates to do the same. Watch. This is an announcement of a letter that my campaign has sent to every other campaign in this race, to Mike Pence to Nikki Haley, to Larry Elder, to RFK Jr., to Marianne Williamson, to Doug Bugram, Burgum, to Perry Johnson, to Chris Christie, to Ron DeSantis, the governor of the state where we are today, who by any measure is not here today in his own state. I will tell you that we have sent this letter, and I'm happy to announce, this is my commitment on January 20th, 2025, if I'm elected the next U.S. president to pardon Donald J. Trump for these offenses in this federal case. And I have challenged, I have demanded that every other candidate in this race either sign this commitment to pardon on January 20th, 2025, or else to explain why they are not. And I will tell you something. It's going to be difficult for those other candidates to sign this letter. The reason it's going to be difficult for them is the same reason it's difficult for me. The donor class has been calling every Republican candidate and telling us to stay away from this, not to touch it from a 10-foot pole, not to just keep your distance away for Trump. That is what the donor class is telling us. Now, I won't vote for Vivek, uh, and I think that he was doing this for attention, but I don't disagree with him here. An essential part of a functioning, healthy government is a commitment to objectivity, to truth, transparency, and justice for all, not having a two-tier justice system. You know, we've taken this experiment called America and devolved it into a banana republic in which our elected leaders politically persecute their political opponents with trumped-up charges, no pun intended, by the way. We can turn things around, but the window is closing, and far too many people in this country are too focused on celebrating this latest indictment and orange man bad rather than focusing on the precedent that it sets for the future if allowed to stand. 
and all while the man who currently inhabits the White House actually did commit crimes, really serious ones, and none of those same people actually care. It's almost like the left doesn't have a value system at all. Here to discuss this and more, we have Alex Stein, host of Primetime with Alex Stein, and Rob Eno, Blaze Media Critic. Um, Alex, you've been, it's been a while since you've been on the show. I know, it's good to be back. I've been very busy, so it's a pleasure to be here. You've been really busy committing crimes? Yes, I am a domestic terrorist, uh, according which to we will, Which yeah, we will we get, get to into, later. Yes. I'm very excited to get to that. But um, how do you feel about the uh, Trump arraignment remix? You know, it actually is really kind of frightening, and I know we say this all the time, but I just don't think that they're going to let Trump, even if he is the most popular president, it doesn't matter. Like They will pull any trick out of their bag to stop Donald Trump from being president. So it's kind of scary that they can weaponize the Department of Justice against a guy that was a former president. And listen, everybody has skeletons in their closet. Hillary Clinton, she's got, what, 30,000 emails. She's putting her servers in bleach. Oh, I was going to say Hillary Clinton literally has skeletons in her. Literally, I mean. In the <laughs> ground, probably, but. But nobody's ever going to hold her accountable. So it's just, you know, it's a two-tiered justice system, just like you said. So I want to, Rob, I want to get your take on this, but I want to throw in here um, Jonathan Turley. He is, of course, a, like a constitutional law expert, a lawyer, uh, who I would say is one of the most objective uh, people left out there who, you know, comment on politics and, and he does, he's not a fan of Trump, no. but he tries to shoot you straight when he comments on this stuff. He gives you his commentary based on his expertise. And he says that he thinks that the evidence laid out against Trump is what he calls quite strong. And that if Trump were at, were convicted on any of these counts, it could lead to a lengthy prison sentence due to his age and the maximum penalties associated with the crimes in question, which could be 10 to 20 years. I mean, that is unfathomable to me. Yeah, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something that's a little crazy. If Trump actually did this, then yes, he should be prosecuted. My problem with this is that Joe Biden mm -hmm. hasn't been prosecuted mm -hmm. for taking bribes, enriching his family. How does he have the wealth that he has on $180,000 a year salary for the past 30 years, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't amass that much wealth. And that's all of Congress. Mm -hmm. Those people seem to do that. If Hillary Clinton, if they didn't make some new standards so they wouldn't prosecute Hillary Clinton, if the FBI hadn't used um, basically Hillary Clinton's laundered money through the DNC to a, to a law firm, to Fusion GPS, to a spy from Britain to make up a document to try and hurt Trump, during the election and after the election, if that didn't get prosecuted. And the funny thing about that is she actually had to pay a campaign finance fine because of that. But the media still won't say right. that she did it. If all of that's my problem, my problem is that we have a justice system that only seems to go after the regime's enemies and does not go after the regime's allies. And I don't think we can trust the, the DOJ or the FBI if you don't go lockstep in what the regime, want, regime wants you to. Yeah, I mean, you know, you say that if, if he did actually commit these crimes, I want him to be prosecuted. I would say I don't until all of the prior well, yeah. presidents before him, not just Hillary Clinton and these people who are involved in all of these other things, but literally any president who has taken a, a document right, any president who has taken a classified document, go ahead and throw them through the ringer first because they were presidents first, right? Let's just go in chronological order here. And in, until you do that with every former president who has taken a classified, because I, I honestly, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I really don't. And I know that you've said this on the show before. I don't think it's a big deal. I'm just saying like, pick a standard and have it. 
right? That's that's all I'm asking. And if you're not willing to prosecute uh, Barack Obama, George Bush, uh, you know, any other living president who had who's dared taken a classified document, certainly you'd want to prosecute Joe Biden for the same crime because he wasn't even president. That's what I was going to say. He wasn't even president. He, right. he had his he had no Biden excuse. center had president had had documents and the woman that was helping him with those documents is also the woman, I don't know if you remember, who was at in the center of the Barack Obama Chinese fundraising scandal. Mm. Which is kind of crazy, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy. And even Biden said some of those documents were from the 70s, so it's like, why does he, ha- why does he have those documents still? Uh, he would have been a senator at the time. Yeah, but then on top of this, so guys, we don't know what was in those classified documents. Maybe Trump was going to reveal who really shot JFK, and that's why they have to arrest him. Obviously, that's a joke, but well, I'm maybe, just saying. Well, maybe RFK will. Well, why, is that a joke? Well, I don't know, maybe, but it's just so stupid, though, that there's even classified documents. I mean, that, you know, we're all peons. We're not good enough to ever see these documents, and then, you know, they're going to hold the president to some sort of unfair standard that he can declassify these documents. So it just, it doesn't make sense. Well, and I think like the the idea there is that they know that they can get away with, um, you know, kind of concealing what the information is and always use the, you know, oh, but it's in the, the best interest of national security. We can't show you, but trust us when we tell you it's really bad. It's just that we're past the point of trusting literally any alphabet agency in government. Um, so speaking of which, I want to, you know, take what they're doing to Trump, okay, and contrast it with how badly the FBI, or I should say, I mean, if you're Biden, they're not doing it badly. They're doing a great job of trying to cover and carry water for Joe Biden um, for all of his criminal acts throughout the years, uh, some of which Rob just alluded to. So uh, Chuck Grassley yesterday revealed on the Senate floor that uh, the FBI informant who has said that this Burisma, you know, executive this FBI informant spoke with them. There is a record at the FBI that shows that this person spoke with the Burisma executive about this pay-to-play scheme, about this criminal bribery scheme that Biden engaged in with his son, Hunter. And Chuck Grassley actually revealed that um, there are tapes that exist because this Burisma executive, of course, as any good criminal would, mm-hmm. was like, I need an insurance policy. I'm going to record my audio conversations with these people. 15 were with Hunter two of which were with Joe Biden himself. Here is Senator Grassley laying it out on the Senate floor yesterday, watch. The 1023 produced to the House committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. Hmm. Uh, So, again, will Joe Biden ever see any sort of accountability for what we here at The Blaze have been sounding the alarm for a very long time, specifically Glenn and his team? Um, There's been enough evidence of this for a very long time, and yet the man is living in the White House. 
So will he be accountable? I don't know. But uh, there might there might be some popcorn moments. Um, when when is it? Later this week, Friday morning. Uh, the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer subpoenaed Hunter Biden's old business associate, Devin Archer. So uh, James Comer wrote in a letter last night, the committee is investigating foreign nationals' attempts to target and coerce high-ranking U.S. officials' family members by providing money or other benefits in exchange for certain actions. They're considering legislative solutions to this problem, and they have identified Mr. Archer as possessing information relevant to its investigation and seeks your client's testimony regarding these and other related topics. Now, Rob, you mentioned in an off-air conversation um, that Devin Archer is not necessarily on good, friendly terms with the Bidens currently. No, he is a former Biden Mm -hmm. business associate for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, There are reports from back in May that Archer's friends are telling, because Archer was on the Burisma board with with Hunter Biden at the same time. So that's where this comes into play with this Burisma stuff. And Devin Archer's friends have been telling him, you know, to avoid jail because he's got other things. He's actually been convicted and faces jail time. Um, I believe for a, a Native American scheme of some sort, they've been telling him, you need to just throw them under the bus and tell them everything you need to know. Now, this could be that on a Friday, or he could get up and he could just plead the fifth. Because, mm. you know, like other people that have decided to defect to Russia, you know, the, the woman that claims that Joe Biden raped her, um, he might be afraid for his life. Mm-hmm. You know, so who knows? We'll see what happens on Friday. Um, but it's it's just, you, you mentioned the stuff that we've been covering at Blaze Media, um, and you asked what would happen you know, if this tape became public, right? I think that the left and the media would just call it a deep fake. Mm. They would basically, oh no, that, that's one of those AI deep fakes, and how can we really trust that that's a real recording? Yeah, I guess you're, you're probably right, because I mean, they did call the Hunter Biden laptop Russian disinformation nope. and Russian propaganda, real. even though it was real, and they knew that the, there was a high probability that it was real. They just called it Russian, Russian propaganda anyway, even though it's like, I, wait, how did Russia get so many pictures of Hunter Biden's junk? That's weird. Well, speaking of those pictures, I'm very sad that these are only voice recordings because if these were video calls, mm-hmm. we would have got to see Hunter Biden naked and <laughs> potentially smoking crack. So and that, probably touching himself. Yeah, so we kind yeah. of lose out on that. But I'm sure if you have 17 conversations, and I'm sure he's had more than that, but if he recorded these, there's probably damning, damning evidence in those recordings. But we have quid pro quo Joe, you know, saying that he got out. Uh, what was it, the last president of Ukraine? I forget which uh, person that he ousted so they wouldn't get, uh, Burisma would not get investigated. So we know that they're crooked as a dog's hind leg, but I don't know if they'll ever, you know, if anything will ever come of it. Yeah, um, it's frustrating to watch the uh, the two-tiered justice system right now. But uh, whatever happens Friday, we got you covered here on the News and White Matters. All right, we got to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So look, um, if you watch this program, you know that inflation... It's not, we're not doing well. <laughs> I would tell you that much. Things are not going well. And if you look at your uh, 401k or your IRA, you know, your portfolio that you have, um, first of all, don't. But because uh, you're just going to watch your money just keep dwindling away. Second of all, what you need to do is you need to talk to the people over at Birch Gold. They can help you diversify uh, into an IRA or a 401k in gold and silver, which historically has been the best way to hedge against inflation. And you're not going to pay a penny out of pocket to do it. Okay. 
just go talk to them. What they're going to do, I'm going to give you this number to text. And what they're going to do, they're going to send you a free information kit on gold. There's no obligation. They're just giving you information and talking about how, again, historically, this has been your safest bet right now in times of economic turmoil. So go text the word Y, that's W-H-Y, to 989898. Read the information, educate yourself, and then you can decide what you would like to do. But Birch Gold can help you do it. Oh, text the word Y to 989898. Trans TikToker, that has such a cute little little spin to it. Trans TikToker Rose Montoya flashed his fake boobs uh, in front of all sorts of families during the Biden White House Pride event over the weekend. Um, and this was such an esteemed guest that Rose Montoya actually was able to meet the president saying, it's an honor, trans rights are human rights, watch. Hey, Mr. President, it is an honor, trans rights are human rights. Are we topless at the White House? Mike, I, mm. Wow, that's um, that was something. The bravest, the most inspiring people I've ever known. Oh, that was that was very brave. That was brave. Uh, you'll notice next to uh, the one degenerate that I introduced, there was another degenerate um, who had chopped off her breasts. And nope, wrong one, wrong degenerate. There, that's that one. Yep, that one did it too. And mm, that was no. You don't need to jiggle if you're a person who's chopped off your bread. There's another one showing off his, her mastectomy scars. So this is what they meant, I guess, when they said that Joe Biden was bringing back honor and decency to the White House. This is what that honor and decency looks like. Now, I will give credit where credit is due. The White House now has become transphobic because uh, they released a statement that said this behavior is inappropriate and disrespectful for any event at the White House. It is not reflective of the event we hosted to celebrate LGBTQI plus families or other hundreds of guests who are in attendance. Individuals in the video will not be invited to future events. So Rose Montoya is now banned from the White House and he reacted on his TikTok page today saying that the video actually all it does is just affirm his female body. Watch. It has recently come to my attention that conservatives are trying to use the video of me topless at the White House to try to call the community groomers, etc. Mm -hmm. And I would just yes. like to say that, first of all, going topless in Washington, D.C. is legal. Okay. And I fully support the movement in freeing the nipple because why is my chest now deemed inappropriate or illegal when I show it off. However, before coming out as trans, it was not. All you're doing is affirming that I am a woman. All you're doing <laughs> is saying that trans women are women mm, because no. for some reason, people like to sexualize what? women's bodies and say that they are inappropriate. I would say, I don't know, grabbing your own fake breasts and jiggling them on camera might be sexualizing your own body. I don't think conservatives have to do it for you, honey. I think you're doing it yourself right there. Um, but it's just fascinating to listen to this man talk about, uh, well, it's not illegal. Okay, that doesn't make it disgusting. 
That it's not, it's not. I guess it's not illegal to be disgusting. That doesn't make it okay. That doesn't make it decent. That doesn't make it honorable. That doesn't make it upstanding to jiggle your fake boobs uh, at a White House event. Like, I, I'm sorry, is that your argument? It's not illegal, so therefore I'm fine to do it? Well, you can just tell by the projection in the TikTok talking about how they're claiming we're groomers. There's nothing more grooming than being sexual at a place when you're not supposed to be sexual. This is the right. White House. I mean, even if you don't like Joe Biden or you like Joe Biden, you should hold yourself with some bit of self-respect and not be naked. And this is the other thing, Sarah. We go to these drag events where they have like the silicon breasts that look like real breasts. There's this weird thing where men want to show women's breasts to kids. Mm -hmm. I, I don't get it. I mean, it, it, like, it went from this like harmless thing where like, oh, drag queens are dancing. Not that it was harmless to them they'll say it's harmless but now it's like actual pornographic mm -hmm. breasts so it's just very it's just a very unusual trend and the slippery slope once again is 100% correct which by the way one of those events that we went to um, one of the most egregious I would say it was a, a drag queen with these silicone I mean over they the look top. real well these were like gigantic yeah. but yes they yeah. look real and found a child in the audience, which they always do, by the way. They always say, well, we can't help it if parents bring their children to these events. Well, I mean, you can help engaging and interacting with them. You could help that. Somehow you choose to continue interacting with children. But he said to the child, to the young child, are you staring at my titties? Are you hungry? <laughs> so you tell me who is doing the sexualizing of children? Who is doing the grooming? Uh, who is concerned with sexualizing people's bodies? Because it sure sounds a whole hell of a lot like it's that community. Yeah, it, it's absolutely insane. I mean, 75 pounds ago, you know I've lost weight. Mine were probably bigger than that. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I wouldn't have gone you out have in public. Lost in I, I wouldn't go out in public with that. Um, and, you know, the other thing is the... It's funny that the White House says that that's inappropriate behavior for the White House when we had Bill Clinton in the White House mm -hmm. doing that for years with, you know, his guests. So, but no, it's just, it, it's just insane. It's obviously grooming. It's obviously grooming when they do it in front of kids. This was a family-friendly pride event. Right. It always this is. Was happening. Yeah, it always is. It's a family-friendly family pride event. <laughs> always is. And, and for those of you who are listening on audio podcast, he is using air quotes when he says family-friendly yeah. because it's never family-friendly. They always say that because they want to indoctrinate and sexualize your children. Um, all right, control room. I said I didn't want to use this, but I do because we have time. Uh, so the, the, the woman, it is a biological woman in the overalls that was in that, that video as well. Um, yep, I don't want to see that again, but there it is. This is a biological woman. You can see the mastectomy scars in the overalls. Uh, this is a woman who has been seen before in a video that went viral last month uh, talking about, you know, telling her daughter that daddy has a vagina. But no, 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 you're not grooming kids. Watch. Did you know that daddy has a vagina? Vagina? Yes. Oh. It has vagina? Yes. Oh. Okay. Good talk. No. 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 Um, I think that throwing this creature into prison for the rest of her life would be kind. I actually think that she deserves much further than that. But I'll leave that there for the YouTube overlords.
Yeah, I mean, we're in the clown world where men say they have a vagina and then they TikTok their interaction with their kids. It's very scary and very dystopian if you just look at that as the future where kids don't even know if their dad is a boy or girl. Yeah, that's not grooming though, Rob, no, no, don't worry. No, the, the only thing I think of when I see that is, have they canceled Kindergarten Cop yet? I know. They should. I, like, like, I'm I wondering know. when that's going to get canceled. I know. You know, like, mm -hmm. they take the gun out of E.T. Like, mm -hmm. that has to be canceled. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I got to ask you this question. What's worse, having the OnlyFans mom where all your students find out that your mom's on OnlyFans or you find out that your mom is really your dad? What's more embarrassing? Your mom is really your dad. What do you yeah, think? Yeah. yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, your, like, so that's supposed to be the mo that's like the most important person yeah. to you growing up. Um, I can't imagine the level of betrayal and confusion a child would feel, um, which you know kind of goes along the patterns of child abuse. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break, but I do want to mention really quickly that um, on this topic, uh, Target, several Target stores in multiple states received bomb threats over the weekend. Mm. And you might say to yourself, oh no, I. I hope that's not because of the LGBT merchandise that they, you know, displayed and, and conservatives are, are somehow, you know, going across over the line and, and you know, sending them bomb threats. Uh, no, actually, they said uh, the threatening emails accused Target of betraying the LGBT <laughs> community and uh, referenced the placement of bombs in their stores, but no bombs were discovered. By the way, Target market cap has fallen over $15.7 billion since the backlash last month. Hold the line. Make it hurt. All right, we've got to uh, take a quick break. Want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So um, Relief Factor is there for those of us who, actually, I was just talking to um, Chad Prather and he was limping. I'm sorry, Chad, I don't mean to laugh, but he was limping and I was like, what'd you do? He's like, slept. Got out of bed. I don't know. I just wake up and things hurt. So if you've reached the age uh, or the stage that Chad has reached where you just, I don't know, injure yourself, uh, Rob, Rob's there. Rob's saying he's there. Rob's there. So Rob, we got to get you on some relief factor. It is there for those of you who you're just living in constant pain and you may think that that's the way life is. Maybe you have arthritis or whatever the case may be. Um, relief factor is going to target the inflammation in your body, which is the root cause of your pain. So you could be rubbing like a topical cream on, on wherever hurts and that might feel good for 10 minutes, but then you're back in pain because it doesn't address the root cause. There are hundreds of thousands of people who order Relief Factor every month and about 70% of the people reorder it because it's working for them. It can work for you. Tell you what you can do. Go to relieffactor.com, order a trial pack. It's $19.95. So you're going to pay 20 bucks to get out of pain. And the odds are in your favor that you're going to. And if you do, it can be life-changing. You can go to relieffactor.com. That is relieffactor.com. Sean Hannity uh, recently interviewed California Governor Gavin Newsom, uh, who acknowledged that the state has not seen any improvement in addressing its homelessness crisis. In fact, it just keeps getting worse despite allocating significant funds toward the issue. Uh, the Wall Street Journal reported that California accounts for 12 percent of the U.S. population, has about half the nation's unsheltered homeless, mm. uh, an estimated 115,000 people. And I mean, I guess credit where credit is due. He went into the lion's done and did the interview with Sean Hannity. Um, and I want to play a, a moment here. I want to play Sean Hannity uh, showing Gavin Newsom a montage of Biden's struggles and gaffes and all of that. Um, let's watch the, that montage. Now my question is a serious one. All right. 
Okay, is Joe Biden up to the job of being president? And as a little reminder, take a look at your president and the monitor. And there's an awful lot of stories that are told, probably a bunch apocryphal about uh, um, uh, Hmm? the former prime minister. Uh, Like you take baths up there. Anyway. Wandering around at three in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) By the way, I met with uh, who those guys that fly over shortly? You heard of them, haven't you? And the cheer uh, for Muslim, for, we cheer for Muslim athletes like Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Huh? I know him, and I zip mispronounce his name. So, where was the last place I was? It's hard to keep track. Um, I was. I, I mean, yeah, you're track. right, Ireland. Oh, wait, the toddler now. That's where it was. Eight E I G H percent. He said, "You're too much. You're too much." like that guy who led the revolution instead of the guy who was the prime minister Mm. he said you got to be less like the military guy they shot him god bless you all let's go let's go lick the world let's get it done Mm. Let's do that. Uh, he then asked Gavin Newsom if Biden if what you did what you saw right there is he strong enough to lead the country watch and then you got Joe Biden is having a hard time standing up. Take a look at that one. Hard time standing up. <laughs> Gavin Newsom's like, oh, God. Did he say lick? Please, well, yeah. He said Let's lick. go lick the world. Oh, yeah. I want you to tell also me that you think is he is cognitively strong eight. enough to lead this country against China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, and a war- new <laughs> axis like, of ah. evil, and that he's the guy. I hate you. He cannot articulate the economy the way you just did. Yeah, but I don't think he's capable. I know he's capable. I see results. I've seen a master class in results the last few years. Oh, my goodness. I uh, he's what you've seen the last few years. Gavin Newsom calls a master class in results. That's what the deep state would say. (laughs) I mean, Trump's indicted for the second time. I think really they're probably like, oh, he's doing a good job. It's like uh, weekend at Bernie's and he's just kind of the dead corpse. They're just, uh, you know, moving around and getting them to sign and legislate whatever they need done behind closed doors. Yeah, I think also Gavin Newsom is secretly like, I'm going to say all the right things and then I'm going to cross my fingers that something happens and I'm going to swoop in. Yeah, say, says the guy that's obviously running for president by going on right. with Sean Hannity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, running ads right, right. in Florida. Yeah, he's, he's right. yeah, running a shadow campaign for president so that if, you know, somehow Joe Biden doesn't make it or the deep state, you know, decides that he doesn't mm-hmm. need to continue the presidency, um, somehow he, you know, gets stroked out or something like Dave. Not that Dave is an actual move, you know, an actual documentary, but um, it's just absolutely crazy to, to sit there with a straight face and absolutely say that. I do want to see... All of those like falling with Joe Biden to I get knocked down, but I get up again. <laughs> Just make a super cut. So to the Blaze media, social media team that's listening. Yeah, yeah or not listening. Fun. I don't know. Um, I, so my favorite uh, memes and, and videos that have come out of all of these Biden falls are the Trump hitting the golf ball. Yeah, that <laughs> And then you funny. see it knock Joe Biden over. Those never get old to me. But I mean, when you talk about Gavin Newsom um, potentially running for president, let's let's say I don't I, I, I would never wish Joe Biden ill. Like, I well, no. I, I think he belongs behind bars. I do wish him that kind of ill, but I don't want him, you know, I'm not like, yay, he's going to die. I think that, you know, that's kind of a bad look. However, he's really old and not in good health. So I'm just saying, let's say that does happen, hypothetically, for a second. God forbid. Um, Gavin Newsom does 
try to throw his hat into the ring. How do you, what are the optics of that since Kamala Harris like would usually be the, the obvious next in line and Gavin Newsom would be saying, I as a white man think that I belong ahead of you, uh, a black Jamaican, whatever, what was the other one? There was another Indian. one, South, Indian. South continent. Yeah, South uh, woman. Mm-hmm. I as a white man think that I belong in front of you and I'm gonna jump the line. I just don't, I still can't wrap my brain around the optics of that. Well, I think this is why, because I, you know, let me put on my tinfoil hat like normal. I don't think Trump, I mean, excuse me, I don't think Biden is going to finish out his presidency. I think something is going to happen. And then Kamala gets to be the president temporarily. They know that she can't do it. She's obviously not qualified enough. And then she's going to realize, oh, I was president for a month. This is too much. I don't want to do this. And then Gavin Newsom is going to be the president. No, don't, don't say he's going to be the president. I think he will because I think they're going to cheat. So, yeah, I mean, I hate to be like that. But look how they're cheating with Trump right now. Okay, but to everyone go to the polls and vote. Just, I'm just going to say that. Don't stay home because then, Alex Stein told you. But that then you're going to vote for what? On for- the actual election day, because if we say yes. the election day is different than the election day it is, and we'll get you know kicked off YouTube. So that's not true. say. Although maybe not anymore because election denialism is no longer something YouTube. Does. Well, I wouldn't tell people. I wouldn't tell people to go on. on well, there's the a guy wrong that got, there was. Remember, the, there was a yes. the guy that got prosecuted. Yeah. and yes. sent to jail for, for making a joke. Yes, yeah. for a meme. Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to make uh, memes or jokes anymore. I mean, I do think that Gavin Newsom. Look, I think the idea of him being uh, running for president is a little scary uh, because he's on a nationwide platform where a lot of people, unless you're paying attention, you don't realize that California is a shithole. Um, sorry. Um, and, you know, you don't realize the homelessness problem unless you're there or you've seen videos or you've been there, right? And he is, he, like, objectively, he is attractive. He's mm-hmm. young. Um, he speaks well. I mean, I personally think he's just a, this smarmy scumbag, but I think that a lot of people, I think he will have appeal to a lot of people um, on the left or people in the middle who maybe aren't paying attention, and that makes me very nervous. Well, even when he was recalled, I think there was like some conservative counties that still voted for him that they thought were going to vote for red. So in California, they still like Gavin Newsom. Most people are uneducated. They have no idea. So they're just going to vote for whatever party that they think benefits them the most. And so, you know, I think it's a big possibility, strong possibility that Gavin Newsom will be our president one Shut day. Shut up! I know, and Stop he probably worships that. the devil, and him and Nancy Pelosi probably like do weird stuff on Epstein's Island. But that's just, you know, hearsay. I don't know if that's true. He really, I'm going to give you the last word, Rob. I mean, can you think of a more tyrannical dictator during COVID than Gavin Newsom? Maybe Gretchen Andrew Cuomo? Whitmer, maybe Gretchen Whitmer, but yeah, no, not, there, there's not many of them. But on the, on the, you know, the homeless front, I have been to California a couple times and I've always told people that if I were to be homeless, La Jolla Beach would be the place. Yeah, <laughs> I would actually true. be, I think there, there's a lot, and, and California is so bad that they actually fly people to Hawaii to be homeless. They fly, really? they fly homeless yeah. people to Hawaii because they have so many. They send them to right. Seattle, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. But I they, knew that, but I didn't Washington realize you got a trip to Hawaii. Yeah. Wow, I, that's I, not the, a bad the, gig. The best homeless guy asking for money I've ever seen was a guy that basically made a carnival on the Santa, was it Santa, no, not Santa Monica, the Santa Barbara Pier. Mm-hmm. Like you could put your money in and like it would do all kinds of like roller coaster stuff. It was fantastic. Well, I, I gave him money because he put work into yeah, it. Yeah, well, just funny, one, one quick point is people, what people don't realize in California is they have the homeless industrial complex where all these, you know, philanthropical companies basically fundraise money and with all the money they get, they don't even help homeless people. So it's a business basically in California. Yeah. Um, all right. We've got to uh, take a quick break. We will be back with more. But I want to thank new sponsor of the show here. It's naturally it's clean. So if you're tired of all the cleaning products you use around the house smelling like 
gross chemicals. Uh, you really should try them out, okay? Not only do they smell better, but it's made out of natural products that you can trust. I use this stuff and I love it. It's made with hospital grade cleaning, uh, you know, solutions that are going to smell great every time. But most importantly, I mean, you want it to smell good, but you also want it to work. It does. Let me tell you how I know. Because the other day when I woke up, there was cat poop on my carpet. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. It was so far away from the litter box. There were no tracks. There was just random cat poop stains on my white carpet. Mm. And I, yeah, and I was like, oh, great. But I got that out. I got the, the carpet stains. And they have pet stain remover. They have carpet stain remover. Um, and I got it out, sprayed it on there, and it came right up like nothing I have ever seen before. So not only are you getting a product that actually works, you know that you're getting a product that, again, isn't filled with all of these nasty, disgusting chemicals. I really, really highly recommend them. They have an essential starter kit, which features four of their most popular products. It's one of their top-selling items. You can get it 15% off for a limited time when you go to naturallyitsclean.com slash Sarah. They're manufactured here in the U.S. They support your conservative values, by the way. I spoke to these guys for a very long time. They are aligned with us, all right? So might I suggest that you go pay them a visit over at Naturally naturallyitsclean.com slash Sarah. 15% off over at naturallyitsclean.com slash Sarah. Well, Alex has been in the news uh, everywhere since uh, this past weekend when he confronted Brittany Griner at the DFW airport. Here's what that looked like. Watch. BG, was that was that a fair trade for the merchant of death? I know you kill it on the court, but he kills it in real life. Is it true you'd have sex with Vladimir Putin to get released from Russia, Brit? Get out of the way, dog. Brit. Get out of the way. Brit, is it true you had to... Get out of the way. What about his wife? What are you doing? I'm trying to talk to Brittany. Hey, Brit. Do you still want to... Do you still want to boycott America, Brittany? Stop. Get out of me. Stop. Stop. I'm weird. Why? She hates Stop. America. Stop. Are you, what about the merchant of death, Brit? Get off me. Stop. Get off me. Was that, was that a fair the merchant of death? I know you killed it on the court. You killed it in real life. What you Is doing? it true you didn't have sex with Vladimir Putin? Brit. Why are you being like that? Dude, I want to talk to Brit. Brit, are you scared to no. talk to me? Brit, you're scared. Have a good day. The merchant of death, Brit. Have a good day. You should be ashamed of yourself. Off me. Get off me. Stop now. Brit. Brit, do you hate America? Brit. Brit, was it a fair trade for the merchant of death? Brit, was it a fair trade? Brittany. You done? Was it a fair trade? Why are you grabbing me? You're I want to talk to I want to talk to the famous you, athlete. You talk to me. How about that? Okay. Well, do you do you like protecting her, even though she hates our country? I do what I need to. Well, do you think that she? Have a good day. Did you hear that she had sex with Vladimir Putin? Have a good day. So not only did the WNBA release a statement like almost immediately after the incident, uh, you know, talking about, oh, it was very, a very sad story um, that, oh, my goodness, a social media figure and provocateur orchestrated this. His actions were inappropriate and unfortunate. The safety of Brittany Griner and all WNBA players is our top priority. And not only did that happen, but uh, apparently a police report was also filed, Alex. Mm -hmm. Are you a criminal now? A little bit. I've always been a criminal. I'm a bad boy. 
at Primetime 99. But, you know, this just shows you asking Brittany Griner one tough question. I mean, I, I didn't ask her if she had weed in her bag. I didn't ask her pronouns. So I missed a few uh, <laughs> wide open layups. But other than that, me just asking her, was that a fair trade? Do you still hate America? Those questions are considered hateful and unfortunate uh, to the WNBA. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that... Look, you're my friend, so mm. maybe I'm not the, the like super objective, but I feel like I'm being very objective by saying, I think someone you know heckling another a celebrity at the airport at the airport doesn't really constitute harassment. Like mm. that, the words that they've been using, you know, claiming that you you seemed aggressive. That was another thing that they said that that he seemed aggressive in the confrontation. It's like I watched the video; it wasn't like that at all. I, I would tell you, watching that again, that if that if I were on that jury, uh, your, your, your jury mm -hmm. which probably gets me not on the jury. But, <laughs> um, I would vote to acquit because the security guy looks like he was laughing his butt off. Yeah, he was laughing. You no, know, he was time. like he thought that he, you could tell that he thought that this was one of the funniest things yeah. that he's ever been part of. Yeah. And he went, but I just want to say, um, as a lover of female sports, I want to thank mm -hmm. Alex for getting them the treatment that they deserve. They're going to be on chartered planes mm -hmm. now and not have to fly commercial with the masses. And it would not have been possible were it not for primetime 99. And listen, I didn't expect this, Sarah, but I have to tell this. The WNBA is so desperate for ratings that they have to use this as a can, you know, comparison to January 6th or 9-11 just to get clicks. And I'm addicted to getting clicks. So I know I would never have thought there'd be somebody more narcissistic and self-involved than me trying to get clicks. And it was the WNBA. So if it wasn't for them, the Phoenix Mercury complaining, the WNBA, the WNBA Players Association, Brittany Griner's agent and her teammates. I wouldn't have gone super viral. So thank you to the ladies, and you guys should thank me because now you're going to, like I said, like Rob said, no uh, TSA. You get to drive on the tarmac. You get to fly like a pimp on a blimp. So you're welcome, ladies. You know, these these women, they always, like, they really, sh you, you are owed a thank you. Yeah. They well, really treat, because AOC, she got in the news too. Yes, all because of me. For the, you. Yeah, but listen. They this, owe you at least a fruit basket. But this is on a serious note. If what I should have asked them is the what's the funniest thing about the WNBA is they can't even define what the W stands for yeah. Yeah. in their own logo. And I will say to your point, um, I knew who Brittany Griner was, but I had no idea who that like the Phoenix Mercury. I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess that's the team she plays for. Yeah. I had no idea until yeah. all of this happened. So to your point, the Phoenix Mercury team did get a lot of publicity for this. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to watch their game. And the next game, Brittany Griner scored 27 points, eight rebounds. It was Ooh, absolutely good luck. I'm the best luck she could ever have. I got them charter flights, and they're playing lights out. So you're welcome again. Send the fruit basket to Blaze Media HQ for 6301 Riverside, Irving, Texas, 75039. Uh -oh. oh, no. <laughs> they can send it there. Building one. Yeah, building one. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. Rob's like, oh boy, they're not gonna like that. I mean, it's. Well, I'm happy to announce that uh, tomorrow we're going to be popping some champagne up in here because we have, thanks to you guys, uh, reached the 100,000 subscriber mark. Yay! Yeah, lots of hard work. Congratulations. There it is. There it is. There it is. But it's, but do you see what we did there? Because we're not actually making any money because we've been completely demonetized. But we appreciate all of it. So funny story. We were at uh, 99,999. And a uh, member of our crew here that works this show, Sam, was like, 
I'll go subscribe right now. I'm like, go, Sam, you're going to be the 100,000th person. And he did. But what he doesn't know is that he's going to get fired for not already being subscribed. <laughs> True. <laughs> so. Pack your bag, Sam. See ya. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you, Sam. Uh, just kidding. I, he thought he was already subscribed, which he probably was because YouTube keeps magically unsubscribing people. But we appreciate you guys uh, pushing to get us there. Next stop, one million. Yeah. And the, and the, the, the journey starts tomorrow. It's just like uh, exercise and losing weight. It's like, okay, you hit your milestone. Next stop, we're, never, we're not stopping, baby. We're going to take over the world. This is just the beginning. Uh, so we will be celebrating that uh, tomorrow on the show. You're not going to want to miss that. Also, make sure that you catch uh, Primetime with Alex Stein tonight. What, who do you, what do you have 6 on? p.m., Charleston White. It's going to be a wild show. Wow. Uh, He's always, he's always getting in trouble for something. Yeah, he's always so. in trouble. So. Uh, and Rob, we appreciate you being here as well. You guys can find him um, on social media, on Twitter. And we will see you guys tomorrow for 100,000. See you then. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.